Welcome to Rotten Brotatoes with Bryce and Forrest. We're here ruining your favorite movies, TV shows, and video games. This week, Shazam! So Bryce, what do you think of Shazam? <laughs> Absolutely love Shazam. Um, it's a DC Universe comic book, and or I guess movie in this case. And I just like, that's my jam. That's That's where... I enjoy listening and watching and reading is on the DC universe. And so I'm very, very excited to talk about Shazam today. Um, it was such a great movie. I think that it took a lot. Um, it took a lot to bring everyone together. So I think the people that were obsessed, you know, with the comic books, people that are just watching another superhero movie or people that, you know, love the Batman movies and just wants to get, you know, into another DC movie. I think they did a great job with that. Um, it was very, it touched on everything. Uh, the jokes, I absolutely hate humor in superhero movies, but man, it was a riot. Every single one of their one-liners that they would drop, fantastic. What'd you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it had a lot of good comedy in it for once. <laughs> but... You know, I'm not a huge fan of the recent DC. You know, I I really like the uh, Christopher Nolan DC, and uh, I, that was pointed out to me by Casey the other day, one of our buddies. And uh, I really wish that these all recent DC movies would have been done by him because I would love them so much more. So you like dark emo and sadness? It's beautiful. See. <laughs> I love the Christopher Nolan movies. I absolutely think they were fantastic. But how do you talk crap on Aquaman? I thought Aquaman was I mean, great. Aquaman was good. It's probably the best one they've ever made, in my opinion. But Batfleck ruins everything. Hey, Batfleck <laughs> is out. So we're good. Yeah, I didn't really enjoy the whole Batfleck aspect, and I hated Suicide Squad. But mm-hmm. Wonder Woman was fantastic. The Justice League was okay. Um, I didn't really, I mean, that's a movie I watched once and that was enough for me, but Shazam, I feel like I could watch Shazam time and time and time again. See, I'm kind of like, well, I saw it and if I need to know something about him for the future movies, I do. And that's really all I took away from it. Um, It it was good. Trash, trash. But I just, it was better than, uh, Captain Marvel. I'll say that. But Green really Lantern was better than Captain Marvel. Didn't stick out for me. So. Really? Like, the whole, like, him overcoming, like, the real hard scene that I watched, and it just, it was, it was really sad, was when he finally found his mother after all that tracking. And, like, mm-hmm. that was like a tearjerker. And I feel like if, you know what I mean? Captain Marvel kind of did the same thing when they were doing the movie, and the, you know she finds her her best friend and her daughter. And I was like, wasn't really that emotionally invested in that. Like I just was like, okay. But when Shazam did it, like, oh my god, I was I was a tearjerker. Yeah, I think they definitely had a better better structure for emotions in Shazam. Like they definitely did a good job of like tugging on your heartstrings and like. Yeah, they built up that storyline before just randomly executing it. But the th- thing is if his mom really wanted him she would have looked for him and found him that day yeah but think about it's it not like he got an eight year old or something like 
Like an eight year old doesn't know that. So. Right, but you as the viewer, you're like, sorry, buddy, she don't want you. The whole time I was thinking, though. <laughs> the whole time. The, when he was looking for his mom, like that part of the whole movie, I was thinking of Joe Dirt. <laughs> when he got left behind, yeah, kinda, he said yeah. they were searching for his family. <laughs> I was like, Joe Dirt. That's true. <laughs> Modern Joe day Kate. Joe Dirt. If Joe Dirt had superpowers instead of fireworks. <laughs> I did like that it was kind of like a superhero movie from a kid's perspective. You know, like when you're a kid, you're like, Oh, cool! I can do this, this, and this. Like, oh my god! Like, that's so cool. But like, as an adult, you're like, yeah, superpowers would be pretty dope. But like, I'm not, I'm not looking for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got you, and I just like, and I just thought, you know, they did such a great job with that. Um, and you kind of felt that whole, that whole school level stuff. Like, what I was thinking on the whole school aspect was just that, you know, Billy Batson, you know, they were. They grew up, not, they didn't necessarily, but it's just what I felt was like Billy Batson and Freddie grew up together and they were close friends and then Billy gets popular, but Freddie doesn't. So then like Billy kind of like pretends he doesn't exist. Like, you know, you hear about those stories all the time and you see those in movies and I think they portrayed that really well and how like Billy let all the fame go to his head and didn't, you know, realized who helped him out in the very beginning, which Freddie did. I mean, Freddie did a whole lot and he was living vicariously through him. And it kind of, you know what I mean? They both are very egotistical on their own sides. And it kind of, you felt that tear and that friendship that started, you know, just briefly. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, I think Freddie was kind of being, like, not cool there. You know, like, he was pushing him to do all this stuff that he, he wanted to do himself but couldn't do. And it was like, well, I kind of feel like I wouldn't want to do it either if somebody's pushing me to do stuff all the time. Like, so I felt the other way, too, so. Yeah, and I could definitely see that too. And I think they were both pretty crazy minds that were against each other. That, you know, they were both kind of alphas. And it just, uh, Mm -hmm. they were clashing pretty hard. True. So, what is the one thing that you just like, this is dumb. Like, I can't believe, like, they put this in the movie. Well, okay, so I don't know how it is in the comics. It's because I'm not big into DC or comic books in general, anyways. But. When they all got powers at the end, like, cool, it's like this come-together family moment, like, I have brothers and sisters, yeah, like, cool. But it just felt kind of Power ranger and I was like, you lost me. And actually, so Shazam derives of the six gods, and that's what Shazam means. It's Solomon, all the other right, ones. He was talking about, you know, you get the power to Zeus and the speed of yeah. Hermes or whatever. And that's what, blah, blah, blah. And that's what Shazam translates to when he says shazam he calls on all six gods right the gods um Mm -hmm. and so in the comic book series like that's part of the wizard council so solomon pretty much had everyone had all the powers and then each Mm -hmm. one of those champions had one power and so Mm -hmm. and that's so that's how it was in the comic books that he separated himself out or he you know divided amongst the council right and so there it's at the very end when it did that it kind of brought a whole new council into the whole aspect. Um, and I think that was pretty awesome that, you know, cause that's, and they were all different colored in the comic book series. And actually, if you look up taking care of business, Elvis Presley's logo, it's Shazam's lightning bolt. 
And he styled the cape and everything like that after Shazam's cape. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I just think that's really awesome. But back then, it was Captain Marvel. And so the whole thing with that one, it was... it was DC is just such a snake. Sneaky, sneaky snake. So, and I forget the comic book that made it. But they, um, they came out with Captain Marvel. And um, this is before Marvel had ever come out with Captain Marvel, so this is way before that. And, um, you know, they did it all and everything like that, and then DC was like, whoa, 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 this is too much like Superman. And so they sued him. And DC won. And so they pretty much took almost like every dollar out of that comic book um, company, because they had several other comics too. And... They had to sell because they were getting ready, you know, to go bankrupt. And the DC's like, "Oh, we're just gonna come in and just buy it all out." And so they bought it out, and then they they permanently like kind of just hid Captain Marvel. And there's a certain like time span where like you lose your like naming rights and all that stuff if it's not in use or not, you know, anything like that. And so they lost it. And then Marvel comes out and be like, "Oh, well, we'll use the Captain Marvel since that." name has gone back into like the whole trademark bank and so that's how shazam was actually born and so they can still call him captain marvel they just cannot title anything on him as captain marvel the one thing that i didn't like was um shazam's lair i thought they picked a really weird person to be the wizard and the forced humor of the whole grab my staff and say my name kind of thing. I was like, okay, come on. Like, kids are going to be watching this. And I was like, I don't really, like, I don't know. It's just really weird. Yeah, it's kind of odd, you know. I, I like the concept of the different uh, sins there. That's kind of a cool concept. Um, oh, absolutely. But, like, I, I, I don't know. It was... Well, in the fact, okay, so the one thing that... So there's two things that really bothered me, like like to the core bothered me. One, uh, the flying, the CGI on the flying, like what is this 2000? Like the <laughs> that quality that um, they yeah. put into that, which is absolutely awful. And then I don't know if you noticed this, but at the very end of the movie, when the seven deadly sins come up. And they're sitting there and they're fighting in the carnival. And all of a sudden Mary's like, get one of the sins to come over here. There was no period of time where they ever mentioned yeah. the sin. And there was no period mm -hmm. of time where like it showed on that piece that like the seven yep. deadly sins were in his eye. Like that's why I was like yeah, I noticed that too. I was like, Okay, where do we get all this information from? Like, I don't I, I don't really I'm not following I'm not picking up what you're putting down. Happened to know everything, huh? That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, if you knew everything, you could have easily won. And then Envy. What happens to Envy? So, like, he was the only one that didn't return to the eye. I don't know if you noticed that. Really? Yeah, so what he does is he leaves them. And I might have just missed it. But he leaves them on that, on that skyscraper. You know, then picks up. Dr. Savani and takes him to the carnival and then that's where the other six deadly sins are at and then he defeats mm. all six all the other six deadly right six or seven is it? yeah 
he defeats all the six deadly sins and then, you know, crushes the eye and everything like that and whatnot. But it never shows Envy coming back over to, like, fight with him or anything. So, I mean, it's kind of weird that he... Like, you just turned to dust and just kind of, you know. Yeah, and I just assume, I assume that's, like, their life source was that thing right there. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Because, I mean, his statue was there at the end, so it wasn't like he was still out. I know, and I was, like, looking for it. I was like, oh, I know they missed it. I know they missed it. But then I saw the statue at the end, so I was like, maybe Mm -hmm. they didn't miss it. Right. Um, you know, but I was, I was definitely looking for the Zord at the carnival. I was like, okay, where is it? Call him in. Big fight. Is it Thor? <laughs> Zord. <laughs> the Power Rangers, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> so one thing I had was it, it lasted a long time. It was a long movie, like three hours long. I don't think it was long enough. And like two and a half, three hours. And it just dragged on for me. Like if it was an hour and a half, two hours, like cool, cool. You know, that's fine. But like the material that was there wasn't enough to keep me interested for that long a time. Really? So, yeah. I was entertained the whole time. And when, uh, when it was ending, I was like, no, not yet. Like, I was just waiting for it to keep going and going and going. Because, like, that's how involved I was. And, like, never at any point where I was like, man, this movie just needs to wrap it up. I thought the whole time I was, like, I was constantly involved and engaged. So, Hmm. I'm I'm sorry about that for you. No, it's cool. Like, I like the same movies all the time. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I like the movie and I I like watching and it was fun to go and see but i just i don't know it just wasn't wasn't as fun for me as it was for you i guess also i feel like their costumes were a little silly and not super fitting of the dc universe those were shazam's costumes man i know i'm just saying like i felt like the design team didn't quite on which one the rest of the universe as well all their costumes like for the superheroes. Like, that's what their costumes were, though, man. Yeah, but like, I'm, I'm saying, like, they didn't fit the same design flow as the rest of the universe. Like, if you go look at Batman or Superman, like... Right, right, I got The design is way different. It's not even close. Um, so, what's really... I think what really sucks about this whole Shazam coming out at the time that it did... It's just that Batflick is sitting there saying, you know, I'm done. I don't want to act anymore for when it comes to Batman. Thank God. I'm out. And then Henry Cavill is like, yeah, I'm done being Superman. I don't really care to keep this going either. And so you're going to have to find a whole new Batman, a whole new Superman, and then hope to God that they're actually good. Because Jason Momoa, right. I think he is a perfect fit for Aquaman. I think that if we don't continue him as Aquaman, like there's there's no one that's gonna actually be able to like fit that. Pull it off. Yeah. Because yeah. like I was really wanting Martian the Manhunter. That's my favorite superhero. Is the Manhunter? Yeah, that'd be really cool um, to see. Like no one's really done that. Yeah. Or um. Oh my God! It's not Hawkeye who. Hawk Girl? Yeah, you have Hawk Girl and you have... Is it Hawk Boy? I don't think it's Hawk Boy. 
I don't know about a hawk boy. I know a hawk girl. But, you know, I just, I feel like DC has let me down more than Marvel has. That's because DC's dark. DC just doesn't care. And Marvel's just sitting there trying to be, like, Disney-friendly, funny, and all that stuff. So, like, I think the bare bones superhero, like, I don't know. I feel like you could say Shazam was more trying to be Disney fun, funny guy than... Which is crazy. It absolutely was. But at the same time, I loved it. Like, that's what I was like. Maybe I'm a child at heart or something. I have no idea, but... I... If you're a child at heart, you'd like the Marvel movies more. Because <laughs> <laughs> I hate humor in superhero movies, but man, this humor was so spot on. Like... <laughs> When he's sitting there and and Shazam doesn't know Shazam yet, so he doesn't know that he can come back to being a boy. And they're walking up the stairs, and he tells his uh, sister, you know, he tells her the whole story, and he says, oh, there's a man named Shazam. And then he Shazam's back into a boy, and the power goes out and everything like that because the lightning bolt. And the dad's just like, I tried to screw in the light bulb. That's why you think the power went out because no, I like, love him as an actor. Yeah, he's great. Oh yeah, he was, he was fantastic. So you know, I think of I think I've kind of pinpointed why I didn't like it as much as I should have. Like, okay, his story, his background, fantastic, great. Loved all the actors that were in it. Loved how they portrayed it. I think him as a superhero wasn't enough for me. Like he he the actor that played him was great, but like I think. As a whole, with like his enemy and fighting him and stuff, just wasn't good enough. Right, Zachary Levi, I think, did the best that he could possibly do. But so this is back to nerd moment here. I'm sorry, but Shazam back in the day when he was a boy and when he was Shazam were two different people. Um, it's kind of like the whole Mr. Jack or. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde kind of situation, but I guess in a good way. So when he switched over to Shazam, he got the wisdom, you know, from Solomon. He got, you know, the the brain power, the thinking, the everything. And so he became an adult man that knew how to outthink anybody. Like he became God, essentially, when he switched over to Shazam. And so that was like the original comic book series. And then this last one that came out, I can't remember what universe it sits in, but um, they decided to keep the whole, when he switched over to Shazam, he was still that boy. And just that he could figure stuff out faster is how they, as how they played the wisdom part. Hmm. And so kind of was disappointed in that because it was like, I really wanted him to be like superhero, not superhero, superhero, not superhero, instead of like the whole like, Let's play, let's have fun, let's have games and all that stuff and everything like that. Yeah, I mean, I think another thing was, you know, he... The other guy basically had the same powers as him at during the movie, so, like, he didn't... He wasn't able to fight him. It was just a lot of back and forth, you know? It wasn't any, like... This guy has all these powers, and all of a sudden, like, I figured out his weakness, and I can beat him, you know? It was... It was we have the same powers this whole time. And then finally... He can get the sins out and beat you. But if you think about it, so he had the same powers, but he had the evil version of those powers. And think of like an opposite realm of like Star Wars, where, you know, the evil side was always better and stronger than what the good side was. And so 
in this aspect is that like you know the the seven deadly sins were using him as a vessel and could give him so much of the strength because it was part of that magic realm. They knew the magic spells and everything like that. Meanwhile, Shazam was actually transformed into the physical gods. And so he could harness that power and become, you know, crazy, fantastic. And so the reason why Dr. Savani was better than him is because he was training with those powers or, you know, the deadly sins were actually being able to talk to him. He had a mentor. Well, Shazam didn't. He had to figure it out all of himself. And so I think, you know, if they, if Shazam had been Shazam for a while and Dr. Savani had been Dr. Savani for a while, then um, Shazam could have easily just kicked him and, um, you know, been way crazier. But yeah. I think the backstory of Dr. Savani was, was crazy good on how they were able – they didn't spend too much time on it, but they spent enough time to know mm-hmm. that, you know, he had went into there. He was he was an idiot and followed the sins in the beginning, and he got casted out, and, mm-hmm. you know, his family hated him for life for that. Um, and I think that was just amazing how he – it kind of sucks because you don't, you don't really talk about, like, how Dr. Savani got his money and was able to start that research project anyways, but it was – crazy and it was awesome to be able to see him do that and like gather those resources and be able to actually find the code to crack it to get into um the layer right and mark strong is just such a great actor yeah he is he's good i, I loved him in uh it's, uh oh the kingsman, uh, kingman. The yeah one. the kingsman yeah oh my god so great. He was great in that. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's in a lot of good stuff. Like, he was in Robin Hood a couple years back, and he did a good job there. And he's been in a lot of stuff, and he's usually evil, so he just kind of kept the same role going. He's going to be in the new Dark Crystal series. That's exciting. I don't know. I watched Dark Crystal as a child. It's a weird... I would not recommend letting your child watch that. It's a movie. It was like, I think it went out in the 90s or maybe the 80s. It's about like it's the first live action puppet movie that was ever created. They didn't have like any humans in it. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. Yeah, Mark Strong was great. Um, Levi was great. I think overall, like um, they did. They I think they did great with their cast. And I think I, so too. Yeah, like they did a really good job, especially with like Billy and Freddie. They did such a good job. Oh yeah, you could have found better kid actors than that. I think. Mm-hmm. They did fantastic with picking those guys, and the fact that like Zachary Levi was like able to harness his kidness in his acting too is also fantastic, right? Because you know, like those guys had to hang out quite a bit to like get each other's mannerisms and like what they what they do, how they move, and like try and act like each other. You know? Oh yeah. So and that that had to be a fun experience to do. Because you know they had fun doing all those tests. Oh my god, dude! I was rolling oh, yeah. all of them. I can fly. Fireproof. You can fly. <laughs> Fireproof was the greatest hole. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love. I love the scene where they're at the gas station, and like he figures out he's bulletproof. That's fantastic. Try the face. Try the face. We know your suit's bulletproof. <laughs> Shoot him in the face. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, yeah, that was fantastic. And then like, because um, you know that's, that's just like. It's just like someone, one of your friends would say, like, oh, shoot him in the face, man, shoot him in the face, see if he's bulletproof for real. 
<laughs> here, here, shoot me. <laughs> yeah, here, here, take your gun back. <laughs> and then they go and get beer and they try it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just get a bunch of junk food. <laughs> <laughs> and then they turn around and uh, go to the strip joint. Oh my god, think of a place that you that is not here. Yeah. And they go to the strip club. <laughs> oh, there's glitter in there. <laughs> they took all my money. They were really convincing. <laughs> that was so great. Oh my god. They're such nice people. Oh man! Yeah, I like, See, like how he comes out with the wings at first because there's like free wings or whatever. So yeah. He comes out with wings. <laughs> See, like the humor in that was just so like on point. Like that's how I. I don't yeah, know. It, it had good humor. It was greatly executed for sure. Mm-hmm. And then the whole, I want to know what neighborhood they were in. The fact that those kids could Ford, uh, afford a Ford Raptor, like that thing was decked out. And that was, There's always those rich kids, man. Okay, I recently bought a truck, and the price on that uh, vehicle was out of my price range by like several, 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 several <laughs> dollars. And then the lunchroom scene, like, I can't believe how he was like, oh, like, I expected you to be there. Like, no, you're the one that was saying that, like, I need to be there. Right. I was going to say, that's why I was kind of like, dogging on freddie earlier because you know you don't you don't do something like that and just expect someone to show up for you like like he saved him once cool. for being bullied like you don't need to save him every single time for being bullied especially right, when he, he brings it on himself be there for you all the time this is not realistic also the what song was he singing with his hands what was it thunderstruck it was thunderstruck yep when he was sitting there and that's when he destroyed the bus like pops the tires on the bus and then saved himself. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Like he was sitting there, like throwing lightning in his from his hands. Mm-hmm. And then trying uh, to get tips. Yeah, trying to get tips, and then ended up popping the bus, and then saving himself from popping the bus. I think the cool, like being like they adultized or aged or I don't know what you want to call it when they all went into the council, like all the superhero council. My favorite one was Pedro, because he. Uh, he turned into this like beefy, short, little bearded guy, and uh, it was just he was like looking at himself, like, "Oh, sweet." <laughs> yeah. And then um, Mary didn't look like she aged at all, and she might not have had like an older one, but I just maybe she did. I didn't really pay attention. I think she did, but it was it was maybe like five years older or something. Or... Yeah, it wasn't like because she was the oldest one out of everyone. So I mean, mm-hmm. it wouldn't make sense to like make her forty, like. <laughs> right. I'm older than you. <laughs> oh hell, listen up, kiddos. Because I thought that was great, and then um, I really liked like how when Freddie became a superhero, obviously like he wasn't like didn't have his crutch or anything like that. He was able to do what he needed to do. Um, it actually was a superhero. I thought that was really awesome. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if if he gets kind of uh if Shazam loses powers when he brings in the other No, he just kids. divides them up. So so when he divides up those powers, so he might be strong 
but he's not as strong as Pedro is. So Pedro okay. only has okay. that superpower, yeah. and he's like gotcha. super, super strong. Just like Darla is like, you notice like when Darla went into her speedness, like it actually super physically speed, yeah, like yeah, yeah. slowed down time. Um, and so that's that was the movie doing, I think, a fantastic job of like emphasizing that she was faster than than Shazam. Like Shazam has a portion of all these powers, and then when he gives it to the council, the council like that's their main power, and so they're like crazy good at it. I just feel like that's a really weird dynamic to work with, like in future movies, like Shazam being with the Justice League or whatever. Like, and the council normally doesn't ever come out. Like they're they pretty much stay let me call there. my brothers and sisters real quick, and I'll be back. Like, Wonder Twin <laughs> Powers activate. Or maybe, you know, I like, do they say Shazam to get powerful now? Because the staff is gone. He broke that. Or do they not get powerful ever again? Yeah, I don't understand that piece. That was a little bit weird. Because um, it's so, the staff that makes it. So, yeah, I, from what I remember, because the council really isn't, I mean, the council's there, but it's from what I've, like, reading and all that stuff and everything like that they're not like oh we're here every single fight scene let's go like right so i don't really remember them a whole lot i think it's an odd dynamic to try and bring later on but it'd be interesting to see what they do but you think about it like with how powerful they are like obviously like that's the reason why superman you know what i mean that's why dc sued him in the first place yeah i mean it's it's basically your own justice league on its own so the Orphan Justice League, go! Right, exactly. That's Foster kids, power up! <laughs> Call the Zord! <laughs> so, final thoughts. I'm definitely gonna go see this again, probably this weekend. So I definitely... I enjoyed the movie greatly. I think it's... Besides, the flying aspect really is, like, my biggest problem with it. And like, that's, like, the biggest, biggest one. Um, so just setting that aside, because they don't really fly a whole lot in the movie anyways... I thought the movie was fantastic, and I'm probably going to watch it at least two more times while it's in the theaters and definitely buy it when it comes out. So if you haven't watched it yet, you are missing out on life itself. Go watch it. Yeah, I'd say I, I definitely liked it a lot, and it was worth seeing. Um, <laughs> Once. I, I had a lot of issues with it, not going to lie, but, you know, it's it was still a really good movie, and I liked going to see it, you know, so... Don't miss out on the Power Rangers and their Zord at the end of the movie. <laughs> there's like, there's 15 Zords. Yeah, you definitely gotta check that out, though. It's it's a good movie. I probably won't watch it until it comes out on Netflix or TV or something. Because, you know, but it's good to go see. Definitely go see it. So that wraps it up for this week's podcast. I just want to let you guys know, we think we finally got the whole mic situation figured out. So thank you for bearing with us through all of our technical <laughs> difficulties. And we're very thankful that you tune in and listen to us every single week. If yes, you guys have any options or any choices or anything that you really want us to go see, we'll definitely keep that on our plate. We're super excited because Game of Thrones comes out on Sunday and we may do a podcast on that one. Tune in next week and we'll spoil something new. <laughs> <laughs>